Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your guys' host, and today we're doing another episode, another show. Today's Sunday. Happy blessed Sunday, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hi, Mom. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah, we're doing real good. Thanks for uh, having us back on the show, Otha. Are we uh, the official co-hosts of this show? Yes, you guys are the official co-hosts. Yeah. Scream it to the world. Hi, my name is Jake, by the way. Uh, what's your name? My name is Tyler. And you're one and only, yours truly. We got old Otha in the house. The creator. The genius. Otha Barnes. Yeah, my feet are pretty wet, man. It feels a little uncomfortable, but hey, we're hardworking men. So that's what you expect from hardworking men. And, you know, you get your feet a little bit wet, you get a little sweaty, you know, until we go white collar. <laughs> that is society's goal right there. It's white right, collar. Let me ask you a question. What's considered blue collar? Where's the line drawn from white collar to blue collar? Wait, wait, what is blue collar? A blue collar worker, what is that? A blue collar worker is basically someone who works with his hands, sweats. It's it's manual labor, basically. So if you do any sort of... Construction. Man, yeah, construction, uh, you know, trash can, you know... <laughs> Garbage man. Garbage man, <laughs> uh, painters, anybody, you know, it, like if you work outside in the heat and you're sweating, like that's pretty much blue collar. Well, shit, I'm a blue collar worker, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Woo! Give it up for all the blue-collar workers out there. You guys are busting your ass, and some of you are making a lot of money, but um, a lot of you may not be making as much money as you want. Just uh, remember, if you're blue-collar, white-collar, purple-collar, whatever color, wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, it's Mother's Day. And uh, if any of you blue-collar workers out there want to make some extra money, I got a pretty nice pyramid scheme going. Don't tell them it's a pyramid scheme. It's a ML, multi-level marketing. No, that's that's the selling point. It's pyramid scheme. People buy into that. They they're like, oh, it's pyramid scheme. I'm I'm definitely going to invest some money into it because you can make money in pyramid schemes if you're at the top of the pyramid. It's a lot of pyramid schemes out here. I hear about it every day. So good to be true. I was looking at this so-called scheme in Africa where you buy land and you pay like two and three thousand dollars for it for so many acres. And, you know, you pay somebody out there for the land and you think it's yours, but it's actually not yours. Whose is it? Well, you know, Bernie Madoff had the biggest pyramid scheme. It was a Ponzi scheme. So are those the same thing? Can anybody shed light on that? Well, I, I just know that a lot of people put in money, uh, invested money into him and... I believe this is when the stock market had uh, got bad. Was that 9-11 after 9-11? I'm not sure if it was 9-11 or not, but people lost money investing into his, whatever scheme he was having. Oh, well, it was the um, the financial crisis of 2008, which actually brought it all tumbling to the ground. Um, some think that if that 2008 financial crisis never happened, then his scheme would still be going, you know, on to this day. I mean, it's just insane the amount of investors. You know, he had all the world's elites, you know, on his investments. And, you know, it was crazy how many people he had uh, oh my gosh, lined I'm up. Sorry, everyone. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, it got to the point where he was in so much trouble. I'm not even sure if he went to jail. Did he go to jail 
No, he didn't go to jail because he ended up killing himself. He just oh said, fuck it before I go to jail. It's over with, man. I'm gone. Wait, did he actually kill himself? I thought Bernie Madoff went to jail. No, I believe he killed himself. I believe. Did he hang himself? What? Did he? Come on. Let's, the mic's going. Let's, let's Google that and make sure. Back and forth with the mic. Suicide is not yeah. funny. Okay, so Bernie Madoff actually died in 2021. That's Natural causes. So he had, to have, he had to have gone to jail. And then naturally died of hanging but yeah Madoff died of hypertension atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and chronic kidney disease oh shit well there you go stress he killed himself yeah he stressed himself out with all that money he stole <laughs> he did a lot of people wrong a lot of people lost a lot of money families i believe people were killing themselves because they lost so much they lost their homes they they lost their their livelihood. So when it comes to schemes, it's big time, definitely in San Francisco, but it's starting to come outside into other states with these different schemes. You know how people migrate from other states and they come to your state. All of a sudden you hear about a pyramid scheme. Yeah. yeah Bernie Madoff or Bernie Jackoff. Cause he was a real asshole. I just realized something. <clears throat> I don't want to be rude and change the subject, but Otha, yeah. can we get a weather report? Well, today, besides what raining, it was kind of pleasant, but the rain didn't make it better. So it's like it's been raining. I think we're still in the spring season. I think summer starts when? I think summer starts, um, like, I'm pretty sure at the end of June. Maybe it's like early June, but we are in spring for sure. I think the official day of summer is somewhere mid June. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I just came back from uh, Wisconsin uh, visiting my parents and siblings. So. I went up there from muggy weather with shorts on, and when I got off the plane and went outside, it was like 50 below. For me, it was. That was kind of cold to me because my legs were shaking. Yeah, that's a, I enjoy that kind of weather. When we had that big ice storm here, I'd only been in Texas for a couple of days, and I remember coming from Florida straight to that, I loved it. I was in shorts. If I could be in my underwear outside, I would, but, I, you know, I'm somewhat decent. But it was nice, just freezing cold. My legs are red and frozen, but I enjoyed it because you don't ever get that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Free snow cones all, all around there, man. I yellow mean, snow cone. Yeah, yellow. You know, lemonade's best uh, flavor out there. I got endless lemonade. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Love your lemonade. Dude, I make, I make the best lemonade. And I'm not even, like, I know your mind's dirty, and that's usually how you're thinking, but, like. That's not. I make some pretty bomb lemonade, dude. I don't know why he thinks that. It's yeah, rude. I, I, I kind of missed home, but when I you went, yeah, when I went back there, I, I just saw the, the city of what it, I just saw the city in shame. I mean, the pothole mm. streets, the economics there to me just seems like it's nothing there to thrive off of. Where Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, I'm not bashing the city. I'm just bashing. The, the politicians that's allowing the city to just just be taken over by the goons of the jokers. So, the jokers, politicians. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. I mean, um, just seeing what I'm seeing there is just shameful. I'm not bashing it, but um, I was actually reading an article about their import, ex export of what comes in there. So 
nothing can even come in there really to sell because everything's boarded up. So you can really never bring anything in there for the city to thrive as in uh, make money and hire workers. You know, I feel like at that level, you just give up, burn the cities, just burn the city down and start over. Oh, the viewer um, mayor of Milwaukee, what, what are some policies that you would enact that would allow the city to thrive? Great question. Great question. Well, I, I wish I could retract the uh, gun law that they passed there. When I left there in 2009, they were cutting a lot of jobs. So they cut all these jobs, and then one day I passed by this bank. It was a Chase Bank. And I noticed that there were men out there protesting, but they had gun uh a gun in their holster and I wasn't used to seeing a gun like in a holster out and about like that in public. And so they passed an actual gun law there. And I knew then it was time for me to leave because I knew where the city was, was heading. This was back in 2009. Uh, that's scary. Cause a lot of, a lot of states want to start doing that. Yeah. What did open carry? You were like scared because he was openly carrying or because they were passing the law where you couldn't have your own guns. Oh, wow. That is kind of scary. Well, I mean. Well, better yet, when they passed the, the, the gun law there, for you to it was an open carry state. For me, I just felt like, you know, when you say that, you know, a lot of people who got guns that may not be legal to carry them, you know, when you pass a bill or something, everybody picks what they feel that's probably good for them. And when you think about guns and, and passing the law with a gun, for everybody who has one, they may not be legal to carry them, you know. I've seen a lot of bad things with guns, and Milwaukee just went and declined with guns. Yeah, like you, where you lived. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? By Allen? D.C.? Oh, yeah, dude, that um, shooting at Allen Premium Outlets. I lived three minutes from there. The actual crazy part about that day was um, it was my mom's birthday, and so I was getting dressed to go there to buy a birthday present for her, and uh, I called her, and I said, hey, you know, where are we meeting for dinner? And she said uh, she bought two cows, right? And I guess one of her dogs and the cow, I guess we're, like, beefing with each other. Anyways, they got one of the cows got really fucked up, and so she had to go to the vet and said that they were rescheduling the dinner, as I was literally putting on pants to, to go to the Allen Premium Outlets, um, saw that very, very sad stuff. Um, the guy was a crazy an extremist, you know. And I know a, a lot of people have different opinions about, you know, gun laws, but, you know, something's got to give. Like, they've got to they gotta do something, man, because it's just, it, it's becoming so normalized. Like, you know, it's very, very sad, especially like, you know, and you think about it because it's like you when you see it happening like across the country, you know, you're still like, wow, that's very sad. But when it happens so close to you, you feel very vulnerable. Like you feel like, I mean, that literally could have been me. Yeah. When <clears throat> it was a couple months ago, I don't, gosh, I can't think. I don't know. It was maybe a year ago. My brother and I flew into Love Field as we landed, we got off the plane, and we're in the main terminal. Everyone starts running, and girls are crying. They're like, run, there's a shooter. We're like, what? And so we all cram into this doll, um, like six or seven of us, some girls crying, and <laughs> her foot slips because she was standing on top of the toilet so no one could see her feet. But everyone's feet are – she wanted to hide. She fell in the toilet – and she was crying, but we ended up going out. My brother, I was pissed off at him. He was like, let's just leave. 
they haven't closed the exits off. I'm like, dude, they said there's an active shooter. We didn't know how severe it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not running out there. And apparently, there's just some crazy lady who thought her husband was uh, Chris uh, Chris Brown. Did you guys did you guys like hear any shots? Was there shots popping off or what? Um, my brother said he heard a shot, but I think it was she shot once into the ceiling, and the cops shot her. And as soon as she got shot, it, I think the whole incident took about maybe two minutes. Oh, that was at the uh, the terminal, Southwest yeah. Terminal. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing yeah. about that in the news. Yeah, that was wild. We were there. Like, <laughs> my dad is he's coming to pick us up from the terminal. People are running out, and <laughs> they're like, "What do we do?" Like, people are running out of the terminal. It was freaky, and that messed me up for a couple months. Like, I'm right there. Even though looking back, it wasn't that serious. Well, I mean, it's serious, but it, like, no one got hurt other than the dumbass who. <laughs> but um, it's crazy. Like, it happens that quick, that easy. Yeah, I, I think with me, like going to a mall or something, or just I won't go to malls. Yeah, I hate malls. Going into any just store with among so many people, you're like looking around just at everybody trying to make sure that nobody does something crazy and you're caught in a crossfire. I mean, I have a gun, but, you know, I'm not sure of me using it because I always keep keep it locked. So it's with me, but I have my gun lock in it. So And I never have the bullets, you know, the, the clip with me. So it's like, do I prepare to use this gun or do I need to carry this gun everywhere I go just in case? And when you mentioned that mall there, uh, out here in Allen, um, that's scary because, like you said, you could have went there and, you know, and when bullets fly, I mean, but that's why I left Wisconsin because I knew where it was heading. And every time I talk to my parents, I'm hearing about killings and robbings. And I know what people will say, well, it's always been here. Sorry, the crime there has went up. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that, I'm not going to be shy about saying it is what it is. It's dangerous, especially when you're told a, uh, you may not want to be out here at night. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It like just, debellum or whatever, deep ellum? Deep yeah. ellum. Yeah, it can be pretty dangerous once the sun goes down. I mean, I've been down there a couple of times. This is when I first moved here, and I was very naive about, you know, going down there, and I've just seen some shady stuff down there. I mean, luckily, nothing too extreme or serious, but... It's definitely not a uh, safe place to go after dark. That's sad. I think that's sad because people are shitty, and I'm tired of shitty people. And I think when people, when bad people ruin it for everyone, I think they personally, that's when I wish more people died of COVID. I think they should have just been eliminated because I have a burning passion <laughs> well, for those people. Who do we people. blame? Who do we blame? Do we, we blame the, the mental illness? Do we blame COVID for causing all of these bad outbursts like i just think people are stupid <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i, I yeah. it's just rascals being rascals and it bugs the shit out of me if you're listening you're you think you just want to go shoot up or cause a scene at a bar hang yourself do it <laughs> do it Seriously, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> no, but I've got a little theory about um, why it's becoming so much more, you know, like why there's so many more shootings. It's like, What has blown up in the last 10 to 15 years that used to not be as rampant before? 
Something that we use every day. Something that we communicate with our friends almost every day. Pigeons. Yeah, crow mail. Yeah, pigeon mail. No, social media, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I think some people are doing it for attention. Yeah, most likely. I mean, if, if you look at, like, a lot of the shooters, like, MOs, like, they're always, they always find social medias and those people post extremist social medias. Like, the shooter at the Allen Outlet Mall mm-hmm. had some, like, Russian mm-hmm. uh, social media, like, outlet. He was on some forums and... It, it's kind of crazy because, like, you, they found his Russian social media site, and he was actually scoping the place out, the Allen Premium Outlet Mall. He um, posted a picture of when the mall was the most busiest, and he actually visited when the mall was the most busiest. Wow. Yeah, you, you're staking the place out, and then you're planning with that. So I, I'm very scared on where I go. I know Deep Ellum. You know, I love it down there in the daytime, maybe in the mid-evening. But maybe after 8.30, the freaks do come out at night. Sorry. Definitely. No, definitely. I mean, it used to be such a cool spot, too. I mean, it still is a cool spot. A lot of art, a lot of graffiti art down there. Um, Cool, cool people. A lot of the music venues are down there. I mean, I've had a lot of fun bar hopping down in in Deep Ellum. Now, we're we're talking about uh, Deep Ellum. We mentioned that. We're talking about... uh, downtown uh, location there's an area called deep Ellum, and it's popular it's very uh the di- diversity is there and it's it's just it's a cool place to go it's, it's a mix of everything it reminds me somewhat of the vibe of california or maybe somewhat like florida you know miami baby i miss me some miami yeah miami's nice they got the beaches but yeah everybody down there is pretty chill man i mean most part i mean some people are fucking crazy you know Come on, be real, man. When I see some of the, the news and see these guys just pulling out guns in front of public. Oh, in Miami? No. Oh. Down in Deep Ellum, it's oh, like oh, yeah. these people were eating their food, and you just come across the street and just buck shots trying to get one person, and you miss that person, and then you end up hitting somebody who was innocent who didn't belong in it. So, you know, guns, sometimes I like them, but, you know, sometimes I think they suck. I would agree. I think there's, there definitely needs to be some sort of, uh, I don't, I don't want to say government controlled because that just sounds bad, but there's got to be some sort of blinders on to where it's not as easily applicable for people to just go, you know, especially people with mental illness. So do you think uh, like economics, like in certain cities, you know? Oh, like a bad economic yeah. uh, part of a town shouldn't? Oh, that, that's... That would be almost, what's the word I'm looking for? The purge. The pur- <laughs> Are we purging a certain air- zip code? Well, I mean, we're talking about Baltimore. Oops, I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, Baltimore is pretty dangerous. Have you ever watched the show The Wire? No, have you ever watched the show We Own This City? No, have you watched the show The Wire? Nah, nah. But I'm going to watch it because I'm from that Baltimore, D.C. area. You know, Baltimore, D.C. area. It's a cool little area. You know, Baltimore Aquarium. Baltimore Aquarium. But is it known for being bad as they say it? (laughs) Yes. Very much so. It is dangerous out there, man. I think it's the most dangerous city in America and, like, number two in the world. I thought that was Chicago. Chicago. I don't know. It's definitely not number two in the world. They call it Chirac for a reason. Chirac. I've always felt like I could walk through these bad neighborhoods and, and not be touched. You're black. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Othu, you just look like a peaceful person. And anybody, really it, they've got to be off the rocker if they see Othu and be like, oh, I want to mess with him. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I all right. I as a white as a white person walking through the hood, though, do you think there would be some repercussions from that? Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, but you know, for me, I, I think it's, it's with anybody. Um, but I've always been uh, gutsy to go just walk through there. I, I, I know my auntie used to tell me, "Now you you sit right here on the porch and." Don't don't step off because I don't want you going down that street. Uh, Auntie, I'm over 30-some years old. What could possibly <laughs> happen? But, you know, she knew her city. So, yeah. you know, but I still just took the chance and went. And I did see things. I did see the gang ac- activity. Um, boldly, they would wear their gang signs on their shirt. So you know that this was real serious. And wow. especially seeing somebody that didn't belong and you see these, you know, these gangs, you know, approach this person and take them somewhere and you're like oh thank god it wasn't me so i find gangs kind of fruity yeah um you guys want to hear a crazy story about how i got pulled over in a dc neighborhood for being white so one time me and my homie my other homie were going to pick up my homie's cousin (laughs) who was who was black but yeah he 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 was like thanksgiving dinner like he was legit part of the family so anyways, we pick him up at the train station and he texts us and he's like, lock all the doors. Don't, you know, open up the doors, roll down the windows for anybody. So we pick him up and we're going around to his apartment and, you know, we're passing through these streets and I'm, I'm seeing these unmarked cars like pass us, you know, and like seeing them go down the streets beside us, like, you know, some fucking FBI movie. And then we pull into his apartment and boom, three unmarked squad cars on our ass, drag us out of the car, pat us down. And my homie's cousin had the burner on him. And he basically said that he was not going back to jail. So they're they're patting him down. You know, I'm fucking nervous as shit because I'm like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to run? Like, dude, this shit could pop off, like, so easily. So the first guy pats him down, doesn't find anything. And so all of our anxiety is, like, relieved for a minute. And then this other cop shows up and goes back to pat him down again. I guess he didn't know the first guy patted him down. He got so close to finding the burner that it was, dude, my heart was fucking racing. I was so fucking freaked out. Anyways, the cops, they basically see that, you know, we're, you know, not up to no good and, they say, get these boys out of here. They're victims, and you should know that. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, and and my, my the cousin, like my homie's cousin, that homie was walking down the street, like by himself. I remember it was like nine thirty p.m., ten thirty p.m., and apparently it was a really, really fucking bad neighborhood. That night could have ended so shitty. Uh, could I ask where the burner was? I, he didn't tell me specifically, but I assumed that it was just like up against his balls and his leg. <laughs> or his butthole. Dude, either one. All I know is when that second guy was patting him down, he was like, you know, protesting. Like, dude, dude, he just patted me down. Like, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck off me. And shit. What do you do in a situation like that? Do you play it like, what the fuck? Why am I getting pat down twice? Or do you go like, all right, pat me down. Because you can't act, like, if you act too mad about it. Yeah, then they're going to know something's on you, and they're going to keep 
really trying to make sure that because you're acting sporadic like that, they're going to say, you know what, nine times out of ten, he's got something in his balls. Something, hey, that, that's, that's the pat down. What if our balls have little zippers we put stuff in? That would be very useful in certain situations. TSA? I don't think I, I want a zipper, zipper close to my balls. Oh, yeah, have you ever caught your, your sack in the zipper? Speaking of balls. <laughs> Fucking painful. Is it commercial break? Commercial break it is. Let's do it. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> All right, we're back. I'm going to jump into this quick commercial. Let's start that commercial. Gentlemen, boys, and others, have you ever jumped in a jacuzzi and wished, wow, I wish this was directly on my balls only? Well, I have the perfect, perfect product for you. It's called Testacuzzi. It's the perfect jacuzzi for your testes. Testacucci? Uh, that's coming out soon. Testacucci. Um... It is very comfortable. I've used it once. Um, they're pretty cheap. Only ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine bucks. Yeah, that's real cheap for test coochie. It's like a it's like a personal jacuzzi for your balls. It's like a personal flashlight. Why are you looking so de- deep in the eyes? <laughs> wow. All right. So test coochie, get yours today. Mention test coochie one two three to get one percent off. There is Damn. no discount. There is no discount. Saving some money. Yeah, just mention, tell the world. <laughs> okay, guys, we were talking about, uh, we were just having a short discussion about uh, uh, some latest news back, which was a week ago, about Jamie Foxx's illness. And we were talking about how the media pushes out all of these theories and allegations of um, what could have been wrong with Jamie. And we actually still don't know what happened to him. And just to find out that he's he's been home all along, relaxing. <laughs> yeah, you said his daughter came out to the media. They're like, she's like, what the fuck, guys? There's nothing wrong. Yeah. What are you guys like? You should be ashamed. Yeah, she finally came out and said, hey, my dad's just fine. He's been at home for blah 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 many days, and he's good. So sometimes I'm always wondering, like, why do they they push this this these narratives and these statements out there? To keep people up on the suspense, like every day we're hearing that it's getting worse for him. It's not looking good. Now, I know when it's being pushed by maybe, you know, these YouTubers out here sometime when they push certain information that may not have facts to it. It's like, who's worse? Is it the media or is it people who may not be equipped to giving us reported good news that's truthful? I think everyone thinks they're have an opinion so do we as we have a podcast yeah absolutely and you know just, oh, tmz and people like that they love clickbait so if they hear about something they're going to try to run with that as long as it's getting clicks even even though it's speculation even though they know it's speculation they're you know if someone obviously we're fans of jamie fox we see that he's got an illness and we start seeing tmz articles come out oh it's getting worse it's getting worse it's getting worse obviously we're going to click on that and see what's going down um, but I think it's it's just shady, like, business practices. Um, I mean, TMZ, I don't, 
I mean, they, they sometimes pop up, but it's like, I don't, I don't ever go there even for like, you know, celebrity entertainment. Cause they do shit like that. And it's like, it's like, why? I mean, I know they're, they're looking for clicks, but it's like, come on, man, make some good, make some good entertainment, make some good material, something that'll actually keep you guys on the map. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was looking at the uh, Lakers game they had uh, the other day and they were talking about Kim and. Kim Kardashian and a whole bunch of more celebrities. Uh, Babs Bunny was there, and I'm hearing the prices for these tickets down there like thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars for for what? What is it? A concert? Front row seat to this this Lakers game. I'm like, one person paid thirty thousand. Jack Nicholson, did you? Who pays thirty thousand dollars? Just to see four quarters of a game. Yeah, that's that's absolutely in- insanity. I mean, Jack Nicholson, I don't know how much he's worth, but if someone's paying for it, you know, I mean, someone's going to be selling it. Like uh, Super Bowl tickets? Those are crazy. Those are – I'd pay that because that's, that's a whole event. I don't care about basketball. That could honestly go away, and I would never yeah. bat an eye. Well, look, remember when you could go to a high school game and you might not have had a ticket to get in, you could still see the game from the field. But then also, they started getting a little shitty, and they started just putting a little fence to cover the fence. People would poke holes through there with one eye. Uh, I think they first down. <laughs> you know, I used to sneak into concerts when I was in college in Florida, and we would we would wear vests and bring a ladder going through the back door. Whatever door was unlocked, we'd just run with it, and we would get in, and we'd go. We didn't have to it was a lot of fun. We got like right up on the stage. Oh yeah, I mean that. I mean, it's long, if you dress like security, you know, and make a little fake badge, you know what the badges look like. This is this is easy stuff to find. You know what badges look like, what security's wearing. You can easily mimic security and fucking get in there and just go anywhere you anywhere you want. I mean, it takes you know some balls to do it, but hey, man, if you want to see a concert for free, definitely check that out. Look, I tried to get into a high school football game one time. I think I was about what. Uh, maybe 12, and me and my friends were trying to sneak through the back of the woods just to get in there. But there was one problem. There was a guy. He couldn't, he he, he had legs, but he, he couldn't walk. So his legs were like in a, a cross formation. He was handicapped. Basically, yeah. He would walk on his hands. That's actually... Wow. Yeah, and his, he was very strong. Like, he would do football games, and he would do like these... Uh, Little like you know uh, shows at night, you know, like when the football game over with, we used to call it the record hop, where you can go and go to the dance. It wasn't like a prom, but it was like a like a little night thing for the uh, high school kids to go to. And he would be at the door, and he he had legs, but you couldn't unbend him, like uncross him. And so when you would try to like we would try to come through there, like a crowd of us would like mob through there, and he would catch you with his. <laughs> Hands. His hands were so fucking strong. But one day we tried to sneak in the football game, and he busted a shot. And he said, I'll get you next time. Nobody come on my field. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. He's a tryhard. <laughs> Wait, was he getting security or getting paid? Yeah, but one day I heard as I got, like, like around maybe 15 or 16, I heard something tragic happen to him. I heard that he was he was crossing the road. Like a like a highway road, and I mean everybody knew him by his hands because he walked with his hands. His legs were always crossed, 
and I heard he was going across the highway. And he got hit by a car? Yeah, somebody hit him. On purpose? I don't know if they caught the guy, but I heard he got hit, and I was like, damn. But he had very strong hands. And I, I imagine because of his legs, which was his handicap, I guess he was stronger in his his hands. Like, when he touched you, his hands felt like stone. He would tell you, you're not getting through here. He would catch you with the hands. He would catch at least five of us trying to mob through and not pay money to get into the show. So Imagine being, wow, never mind. Sounds like a superhuman. How much do you think you get vertical jump if you like did a push up and jumped? I like we jump with our legs, but he jumps with his hands. He was so strong with his hands. He was on his fingertips walking. Like it wasn't just the paws. It was his fingertips, which made him faster. Like if you're using straight palm, it's slow, but he had the, the tips of his fingers made him faster. So, but when I heard somebody hit him, I was like, wow, I can't, like, we all, like, in a small town I came from, we all knew this person, so how did that happen? But it was just, you know, saying, like, he had that football field protected. You couldn't get in there. Yeah. Is he dead? Oh, yeah, he's dead now. Sounds like quite the security guard. I, I would hire him, I, if he's still alive, obviously. Yeah, so, you know, when we look at, um, like, the Lakers game, like all this money that they're they're paying for you to get in and stuff, and it's like it's like almost like showmanship or something just to get other celebrities to come and spend money because these celebrities that were specifically there, it just looked like hey, it's just like a a promo, promo. Look at us, you know. I wish that guy was still alive, man, and stop some of that thirty thousand dollars shit. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he probably would have punched Kim Kardashian in the face. You could probably, nah, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, say it. Go ahead. Say it. Right. This is the podcast. Go ahead and say it. Uh, if you're, <clears throat> oh god, you got, <laughs> <caught. laughs> you got caught with it. Jacob lost it. Lost it. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys, we're gonna uh, close this show out right now, and um, we're gonna come back le- next Sunday with um, with more topics, more humor, more love. And just uh, keep supporting us. And um, we'll get back to you guys real soon. We love you guys. Go ahead and tell the world about us. Meow.